everybody, welcome back to the Aerial Influence channel. I'm David Plummer, this is Michael Ferguson. We are Aerial Influence. This is episode number three of our series, Dispelling Drone Myths. Today, we're gonna to talk about the government and how they're using drones. I think a lot of people are curious how they're using drones, probably have some misconceptions about how the government is using drones. How have we kind of seen uh, the, our government clients using drones? For police and search and rescue, fire, I would say the main things that they're doing are accident reconstruction and search and rescue. Mm -hmm. Someone goes missing, whether it's a kid, uh, somebody that um, maybe be in a facility where they have dementia or Alzheimer's and they walk away and time is of the essence, it's beneficial for everyone. The second thing is accident reconstruction. You've got a crash scene. You have to close down uh, a road, uh, sometimes a major road, but that could be for multiple hours. The drone uh, is able to capture a lot of the data quickly, efficiently, um, and with precision. Instead of six hours, it's really you know a fraction of that. Right. That way, they can open up things faster. They can, you know. Uh, You're not going to have as many traffic jams because it's going to take them 20 minutes basically to send the drone up, get all those pictures. Whereas in the past, it would take a lot longer. People on the ground, you know, using the RTK base stations, it's going to be a, a much longer process than it would be even to do it with a drone. The other thing that people are that they're using it for, obviously, it's search and rescue, but specifically in search and rescue you got thermal imaging cameras now. So right. we're not talking about just having a drone up in the sky looking. We're talking about having a drone up in the sky in the middle of the night in dark, being able to see heat signatures of people. So yeah. you could have people on the ground trying to find somebody and they may not be able to see them, but you got a drone with thermal on it. They're going to be able to check it out. They're going to be able to see that person there and guide the people on the ground to the correct spot. So you've also got it now where you've got speakers on some of these. So we've got a right. speaker on the Mavic 2 Enterprise Duel. So if you can't get to somebody right away, uh, it's not necessarily a two-way communication, but uh, you know, I've seen an ad where somebody's holding on to yeah. kind of a rock in a river, and basically they're saying, hold on. Uh, help is on help the way. Is on the way. Yeah. So it uh, at least allows that person to be identified, the location, also reassuring that person, you know, help is on the way. Um, and dropping but, things to people as well. Like oh, if yeah, you need to drop a rope or something to someone, you could do that potentially with, with some of our drones. Right, right. Yeah. One thing that we would dispel is that they're not just taking the drone up, perching and looking into a crowd and waiting for someone to, to break the law. Right. right. Yeah. So it's not a spying tool. When a drone is implemented into a department, it has specific uses. Each time the drone is used, whether it's for search and rescue or if it's for um, crash scene reconstruction, they're basically, they have a set of procedures that they're going by. Right. Send it up. We gather the information around the crash. Uh, we identify all the possible like, you know, the skid marks where one uh, car ended up, the other car ended up, if there was, you know, debris or whatever. And then same thing is... is true for search and rescue. They're probably uh, hooking up with the ground crew. Uh, the flight crew or the drone crew is then communicating back to the ground crew. We've had a situation where they've been able to locate somebody mm -hmm. that's been hurt. That person couldn't communicate. They were within feet uh, of, of that person uh, on the ground crew. But because you had tall grass, they couldn't see them. Mm -hmm. That was the crazy thing is that you had a ground crew that was basically on top of uh, their subject um, and 
couldn't see it. You couldn't see it. And it was the drone that helped them put it together. Yep. So the question you know that we started with was how is the government actually using drones right now? Specifically, search and rescue uh, that is really the main one right now. I would say I think a lot of municipalities are starting to adopt them more for city planning, different things like that. Yep. Uh, you know, so certainly in that regard, I think uh, drones can be very beneficial. Like the Phantom 4 RTK in terms of mapping out an area or something like that, that could be beneficial to a city or a town municipality. So definitely uh, drones being used in the government, uh, they're, they're not going anywhere. It's going to continue to grow. Exactly. Drones are our future, and we want to be here as a resource for you. So subscribe to our emails to get the latest drone knowledge. As always, thank you for listening. We're excited to share the future of drones with you.